When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell. The show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... Josh Whittacombe. And? Bob Beckett. That's two different children, Rob. I was going to say, I just thought one of them had a spliff for the second (laughs) word. For the second name. (laughs) Very much more chilled vibe for the Rob Beckett, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that is three-year-old Thomas, who is the chilled one, and six-year-old Charlie. Yeah. And I had to ask Thomas a few times... As he wouldn't stop screaming no Simpsons at me to begin with because I was interrupting his YouTube video. But eventually he gave in. That is the case in Darlington. We clocked it. He wanted to get it over and done with so he could watch YouTube again. Couldn't he? Exactly. Exactly. He's not into the podcast. He's not into the podcast. Give him time. Give him time. He'll listen back to this one day. He will. He'll find it. He will when he's got kids and he'll regret that. (laughs) How are you, Rob? That was his moment. I'm all right, mate. I'm not too bad. I had the... Did I tell you about the, the best day ever? Did I talk about that last week? No. The best day ever. I, Doesn't I, sound like something I want to hear about, but carry right. on. Okay, so I we speak a lot, don't we, about like you quite you basically start this podcast because I was having a worse time than you. Yeah. That that's how it works. Anyway, I had a day the other day. I had the kids all day. Lou was going out, um, because I'd been working a lot. I said, look, you just go out for the whole day on Saturday and I'll sort the kids out. Yeah, so basically, right? She went out for the day and uh I Got up with the kids, even though I'd worked the night before, and normally I don't. That's normally the vibe if I'm working late. Right, I got up with the kids, okay, like 6 a.m. Then um, she went out for the day. I took them out for lunch to a little cafe. Yep. Then we went Lovely. to the park, played in the park. Then we fed some ducks, not even bread, oh. actual bird seed feed. That's some oh, little wow. guardian nerd because that's what you have to feed them, right? <laughs> oh, then I thought I'll go home and just chill in the garden or something. No, I didn't. I took a four-year-old and a two-year-old to the shops for the weekly shop. That's oh, right. Wow. That's right. Full trolley. Full trolley. Big shop. Big shop. They were both out of the trolley. Yeah, sure. I reckon I spent 40 quid on stuff I didn't want or need. But, 
if it keeps them quiet, them chucking stuff in, slam dunking it in like basketball. So I did a full shop, yeah? Anyway, I got them home and then I set up this new Playmobil toy and played with them for a bit. Actually, you know, interacted with them rather than keeping them busy while I did my own life. I played with them and then I tidied up the hole downstairs, loaded the dishwasher, I cleaned out the hamster cage and then roasted a fucking chicken. No yes, please. Way. Yeah. What happened? I d- Why? I don't How know. did you do this? You just I just uh... I just woke up high on life and also, well, basically, I was going to take them out for lunch to break up the day. And then I, I was out and I thought, we do need shopping. And I thought, I can either go home and it'd be stressful and yeah. not productive or try and be productive, even though if it's awful, at least I've done that job. Take me through how the shopping went. Did you not put one of them in the trolley, like in that little awful little seat bit in the yeah. trolley? That... So the little one doesn't want to do that because she's a big girl. And then the big girl does because she wants to try and be a little girl for attention, but then realizes it's rubbish. So she sits in it for about two seconds. She's too tall and big for it. She stiffs her legs. It's like trying to get a, like a dead body out of it. She <laughs> can't move her. Obviously, I promised them sweets, an ice cream, and a magazine. Yeah, the big three. There's initial negotiation. And um, that so that was your negotiating point. That wasn't even where they got you to. That was the uh, that was your initial. Oh, initial. But then I worked out magazines are well expensive, so I actually got my toy because it was cheaper than a magazine, oh. like a little like four quid toy. Anyway, so I did all that, and then it was bad though because that was how successful my day was. And then in the shop, the four year old was loving it. She was like trying to help. And then she went, do we need lemons and an orange? I was like, no, we don't need them. Don't worry, we don't need those today. And we got home, and then because I thought I'm going to roast this chicken now, I went ah. Oh, I need to stick an orange and a lemon up its ass or it's going to be dry. Because that's the vibe. Yeah. I don't know if you roast a chicken. I took the Alison Hammond approach, all-purpose seasoning. <laughs> APS all over it. It's an absolute... It's outrageously good. I couldn't believe... I can't believe I've, I've lived this life. But I got a bit of a, a curveball. They didn't have all-purpose seasoning, but they did have everyday oh. seasoning. Oh. I don't know... I don't know what the difference... I don't know if... All purpose is a little bit more punchy. You couldn't have it seven days a week. Yeah, but every day seems like it. I don't. I don't know if it's a every soft day punch. seasoning. That feels like that feels it's to me like you're gonna get bored of it. You're gonna. You what's gonna happen if you're doing it every day is you're gonna slightly just up the the amount you yeah. use every day until you're absolutely going for it on the seasoning just to get any kind of hit out of yeah. it at all. I would argue every day seasoning needs salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah. That would be my point in the marketing meeting. Everyday season, sort of pepper. That's the new vibe. Anyway, um, so I didn't. I said to her, "No, we don't need that." And I was a little bit forceful, so I apologised because I was like, "Anyway, we got home," and I said out loud, oh, "Oh, I need an orange and lemon here." And then she went, "You forgot the lemon." I said, "Do you want?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I've got a four-year-old wife. She's turned into Lou." And then the whole day, she just went, "You forgot the lemon, didn't you?" Just bullied me about this, like negging me oh. about this lemon. And then when when Lou got home. And I was like, oh, you had a good day, girls. And all the stuff that's happened. Ducks, lunch out, to the shops, got a toy, all this. Daddy forgot the lemon. Even on my best day. <laughs> even on your best day, you'll forget a lemon. How smug were you when you took Lou through everything you'd achieved in the day? Oh, unbearably. I, I, and that's why I, I was going through my phone. I, I, I wrote it all, pathetically wrote it all down. <laughs> Also, oh yeah, I forgot. I did an exercise cycle. I did a spin class in the morning what? as well. Where were the kids during that? Um, so basically, I waited for Lou to get up and she was having a coffee while they were watching telly, banged out a 40 minute peloton. Oh class. my word. You're like Erin Brockovich or something, like this great single <laughs> mum who's yeah, just getting yeah. everything achieved. And I also did take my local councils a call, but I don't <laughs> want to bring it up until the proceedings are, are finished. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that was my, I was just so proud of myself. I mean, you know, like I don't, I feel like I'm being smug now. People listen to this f- yeah. to hear stories that make themselves feel better. But sometimes you've got to give yourself a pat on the back, Josh. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know, Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! I had quite an achieve. I achieved yesterday. I was quite pleased with this. Oh yeah. Well, I basically managed to get in a position where I, I just couldn't believe how lucky I was. In the so our toy shop now, because of um, COVID, you have to kind of book an appointment. Like, All right. So when you go to the toy shop, are they you- worried about catching a profit? <laughs> 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 so you get your fifteen. You walk around the toy shop. It's like. You know, like when like Elton John gets to walk around a shop on his own. Yeah, it's like was it with Michael Jackson went yeah. shopping with. Um, yeah. <laughs> was it? Was it? Who was it? Martin Bashir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like that. So you get the whole shop to yourself for fifteen minutes. So we went there and we bought our impulse buy. Got a like canvas kind of Wendy house. Oh, okay. That's like a basically like a big kind of tent that you put up in the garden. She can go in and out of it. And then on the way home, went past a second-hand bookstall and they had they had the full collection of where's wallies and i thought well even though she's only two and a half i'm getting them just because i want to kind of that's great reread them tough to find they are tough to- <laughs> full collection. really nice really Thanks, nice mate. lovely stuff <laughs> anyway we get back she's going in and out of the wendy house and the mm. where's wallies are in the wendy house then she instructs me that i'm to sit and wait in the wendy house while she plays outside it so i spent half an hour of my afternoon just on my own in the Wendy house reading Where's Wally? And it was absolutely superb. <laughs> Reading's a stretch. <laughs> Look at that. Searching through the Wendy So it's just like I've been instructed to sit on my own in the Wendy house with only the Where's Wallys for company. Yeah. It was like being, you know, like being locked in in the Crystal Maze or whatever, but with the Where's oh, amazing. Wally. It was and so it, good. But also you're technically playing. Exactly. You're doing a shift with the kids. This is parenting. I do find I... Um, I uh, buy my kids presents and toys that I want. Yeah, that I wanted as a kid. Totally. Like they, they want. They go. Yeah. What about what about this? Let's get that. Let's get the Back to the Future Playmobil set. You've got no idea what that film is. You're only the characters <laughs> are. You'd much prefer a Trolls one, but let's get that. Come on. Um, but that's a lovely afternoon. Yeah, Josh. it was a really nice afternoon. I had a very pleasant time. Found Wally. Um, well, if this is too positive, let's tease ahead for a story I'm going to tell on Friday oh, yeah. where I tried to have a shit and I got interrupted nine times in nine different ways. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> what we need to do, I'll say this to the producer now as a kind of we want one of those ding sound effects, you know, when like you want to <laughs> when it's like counting up an amount of things on a, uh, on a clip. Yeah. It, may be, it may be more, it may be one less. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go through all the different reasons of why I had to interrupt my, my, my shit. It was almost like a Dom Jolly prank. The amount of things that's turning up, but yeah, so that, that's a, a less positive story that you can all look forward to. Now, now today, Rob, um, yes, we've got a friend of Prince William on the show. Well, we've got what a weekend our guest has had. I mean, it's absolutely unbelievable. He won a BAFTA, yeah, on Friday. Overrated. Oh, the old stiff neck awards, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he won a BAFTA, Ramesh Ranganathan, I guess, won a BAFTA, his Misadventures show. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not against BAFTAs, Josh. If people, if it means a lot to people, that's good for them. But I just, I, I just... If, if that's how you're judging success, then you need to have a long, hard look in the mirror, if you ask me, Rob. Yeah, I'd say if winning a BAFTA makes you happy, go and see a therapist. <laughs> if it makes you sad, go and see a therapist. Yeah. If you're nonplussed and think, oh, that's a good positive thing, you're all right. But yeah. <laughs> if you cried... Either happy or sad tears. <laughs> <laughs> Sort your priorities out, all right? <laughs> but it's an amazing achievement and it's yep. great and I'm very happy for Ramesh. Good on him. But then also, he watched the FA Cup final with Prince William. He popped up on the telly on BBC One during the Cup final. I mean, that is for a mental health charity, but that's got to be a dry afternoon, isn't it? That's tough. It was such a strange image of Romesh on a deck chair. In my in my mind, he's on a deck chair. Yeah, in the garden of Kensington Palace with Prince William. What are they talking about? Well, they, weren't ju- they weren't just them two, like some sort of no, love no, island no. date. <laughs> it was. I think Romesh is an ambassador for the charity, so there was all people from the charity yeah. there and stuff. But um, but you know, good on him. But I just it's a tough afternoon. That I mean, you can't relax, can you? But and and also. This was recorded before we realised he was best friends with Prince William. Otherwise, we'd have obviously asked him all about that. Yeah, of course, this was done before. Also, little little bit odd. I hosted the Royal Variety with Ramesh in front of Prince William. I didn't get an invite to the little garden party, did I? So he's no. obviously knows he's got a favourite. But let's not get bogged down by that. It was Ramesh, Prince William, and Tony Adams. It's strange that Tony Adams is the was next Tony Adams name. there as well. Yeah, the next name on the list after you, Rob, is well. If, we, if we're not getting Ramesh and Rob, we should get Ramesh and Tony Adams. That's the obvious duo. Well, let's let's be honest about this. No offence to me, Tony Adams or Ramesh. Prince William doesn't know or care or give a shit who's there. <laughs> he just turns up, he shakes her hand, smiles, has a photo, and then cracks on with his day. <laughs> I doubt Prince William has much of a say who is there and who's not, don't you think? No, he, you know. he's a huge fan of... Uh, he, he actually is a huge fan of the Ranga Nation, Prince William, and he's um, going to be one of the members of the Ranga Nation in the next series. <laughs> is it? I wouldn't rule out Prince Andrew being it on the next series. But... <laughs> um, so... Um, it's been a pleasure to speak to Ramesh. Um, oh, it yeah. was it was genuinely. Uh, I think it might be the most we've laughed in a interview we've done for this. Um, yeah, he sort of went off the topic of parenting and went on a bit more about uh, Fortnite and um, Andy Peters. Yeah, it's just nice to catch up with friends when they're not hobnobbing, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, but it's hard for me to get any time with Ramesh now. He's off with Prince William and stuff like that. I'm very much the horn to his cordon, but you know, <laughs> I'm happy with that. Do you know what I mean? I'll take that. He's had a good career in the old Hawney, so here we go. This is uh this is uh Sir, I imagine it's gonna be Sir very soon. Sir oh, Ramesh. Oh yeah, oh you'll love that. Sir Ramesh. Get in there, boy. <laughs> Sir Ramesh Ranganathan. Hello, Ramesh. Thank you for doing the podcast. How you doing? I'm very good, Rob. Thanks very much for having me. Uh hello, Josh. Hello, how are you? That's quite formal, wasn't it? As yeah, like, as yeah start, but we've yeah. never met before. No, Ramesh, absolutely. Yeah, Ramesh, you little prick. <laughs> Give us half an hour of good stuff about your kids so we can fuck yeah. off and put it online. Uh, hello, you fucking, you pair of c- So how's it going? Look here, man, let's cut to the chase. We've got stuff uh, to do later. Yeah, yeah. Turn out some stuff about your kids we'll crack on. Which one's the arsehole? <laughs> well, just in case no one's aware of uh, your set-up, Romesh, mm. I mean, with children, um, not Mike-wise, what is the situation? 
Uh, I've got three boys, uh, yeah. te- 10, 8, and 5, and I'm using a blue Yeti, Michael, if, if, that is a, if that's a setup you want to know <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so th- 8, 10, and 5, you live in Crawley. And- I, I, I live in Crawley with my wife, yes, and the children. Yeah. And, I, and to give you an idea of how that's going, I'm currently talking to you from my garage. Uh, <laughs> how's, how, how's lockdown been though because i spoke to you about it a bit ron but like you i work a lot Robert, josh works a lot. you work loads and has a lot of travel involved in what you do misadventures and stuff how's it been for you not to be working as much and be indoors all this time i don't i don't think i don't think it's been good for lisa and the kids because I think when I've been away with work and sort of come back every now and again, what they've thought is, oh, it'd be great to see more of that. <laughs> and what, what, what's happened is they've now had more of that delivered and they're not keen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, because the truth is, is that, you know, this whole time Lisa's got, sort of saying to me, oh, you know, it'd be nice if you were, you were home a bit more. And I sort of thought, oh, I'm going to manage that a bit. And when lockdown started, I was very philosophical about it. You know, I was thinking, oh, this is actually the silver line to all this is that, you know, we're going to spend more quality time together and it's going to be a wonderful time for us to get to know each other. Maybe, do you know what? Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll sort of stream back work, you know, pull back on work a little bit and sort of use this as an opportunity to, to really rethink things. Now I'm, I am looking for any travel show anywhere <laughs> and anywhere, <laughs> honestly. I am it'd ready. Be good for you to be on our TV a bit more, actually, Rob. <laughs> Rob, you should start hosting that Escape to the Sun. You know what it's oh, about. Yeah. Where, where do those presenters come from? It's oh, always a different one, isn't it's it? It's insane. It is insane. I think they just they just go around bars or whatever, find someone who looks <laughs> yeah. a little bit lively. You could do that um, thing on this morning where, when they do a prize giveaway that's in a, oh, like a mate, holiday. There'll be you walking along the beach. You just walk around a, a one day of your holiday and film some little links. Yes, please. That sounds ideal. Joe Swash does loads of them. He loves it. He just so, goes to the Maldives for about nine hours and then flies home. <laughs> so is it literally... Are you literally there for the day? I think you stay for a couple of nights, but then what they try and do is they try... Whenever I spoke to people that do it, like Andy Peters and Joe Swash, they're like, yeah, but it's actually quite hard work because you're there and like, you're just having to walk along the beach like, eight oh. loads of times. You're like, oh, oh. shut up. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. What I would what I would do to sit in on a conversation between Rob Beckett, Joe Swash, and Andy Peters? <laughs> what, what's, uh, what chain of world events have happened to lead those three people to be in a room in direct conversation with each other? It was genuinely the worst news night I've ever seen. <laughs> did you think Did you think Question Time was a bit lowbrow this week? <laughs> was there as well Bobby Cole Norris from Towie <laughs> do you want to set the scene because I'm assuming get me out of here now we've gone back to yeah. the hotel for a couple of cosmopolitans all sat around the pool yeah just ITV viewers wanking themselves into a frenzy at the side of what's happened <laughs> <laughs> like Piers Morgan standing over us just squeezing milk from his tits I was just going to say a little fact about Andy Peters never takes his top off even in hot weather even though he's ripped he's, he's absolutely really? yeah, he's there, has he ever has he ever given you a reason for that I don't suppose you'd ask the question Andy directly Andy Peters I've only ever seen wearing a skin tight polo shirt shorts 
big thick Jerry Seinfeld trainers and socks pulled up like mid-level. Oh yeah. Where, whatever's happening. If he's in his garage on telly for ITV or if he's in Australia, that's his outfit. Yeah. He's got a kind of he's got a kind of a Carlton vibe, hasn't he? I think. Yeah. You know, kind of yes. a, kind of a preppy, preppy. look. Yeah. yeah. Good, like he, um, Good guy. He's got a tattoo of Ed the Duck on his stomach that he can't let anyone <laughs> see. That he can't. Yeah. It says Duck Life across the top of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so I went to the same I, I know this isn't why we're here But I did used to go to the same gym as Andy Peters On a Friday morning Right okay. Because it was It was next to the be- It's <laughs> ne- like, like real life Stella Street This is insane oh. Craig Fairbrass goes to my gym You know Dan from EastEnders But it's, it's not a game of Gym buddy who's who Anyway, um, Rom, it's been great to speak to you about your kids, and I'll see you later. Talk, talk us through Andy Peters at the gym, Josh. Right, so um, it's because, obviously, I do last, we do Last Leg in the same building that they do. Um, it's not called GMTV, what's it called these days? Good Morning Britain, yeah. right? Yeah. So he'd finish Good Morning Britain, go to that gym that's next to the BBC, and I'd be just, I'd go before Last Leg. So we'd, we'd cross over. He's absolutely ripped. <laughs> Doing those big old, so those big old um, weights. That I can't even, <laughs> I can't even big ones, you know the big ones. How often, how often did you go to this gym, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not frequently enough to pick up the technical jargon, no. <laughs> Oh, you couldn't pick up the jargon, let alone the weights, mate. But, um, yeah. Anyway, he's doing the big old weights. Doing the big old weights. <laughs> Absolute ripped in a vest. Wow. And we had that thing where we'd never met, but we, we you know, I was aware of his work. I, I, yeah. I don't know whether he was aware of mine, but we'd acknowledge each other. Uh, at a base level, should I say? And did, it seemed... occur, did it? Did you think about sort of trying to start up a conversation? Like, uh, you know, hey, hey, man, what are those? What are those things you're lifting up and putting down repeatedly? <laughs> what, yeah. what are they called? Why are you moving that bench? I like I normally sit on <laughs> a narrow bench. Oh, so that's not that's not for sandwiches. Then. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh well, I was doing the. I, I thought you just limboed. Bottom line of the story is Andy Peters is ripped. He is ripped. We should get him a podcast. Has he got kids? Who knows? Has he got kids? We'll ask. We'll try and get him on. I don't know. Um, We'll get him on just to ask whether he'll take his top off. It'd be a strange interview. I would love to just randomly come on a podcast where people just talk about how ripped I am. That would be so. Can you imagine if you just happen to be listening to a podcast (laughs) and then you get mentioned? It's just, oh, he's fucking massive. He's so ripped. He is so hench. I didn't even go, oh, I heard someone talking about you on that podcast. It's never that, is it? It's never that. What are they saying? What are they saying? Oh, you're ripped. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Wow. Right, Robert, you've got three kids. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Three boys, three boys. Sorry, yes. Three boys. No, it's fine. It's fine. Are any of them fans of Andy Peters? N- no. Uh, they're not, what, no. What uh, well, they, into, they might right? be. I haven't asked them. I haven't asked them. I haven't asked them. So <laughs> what are they into? Well, what they are into, uh, which is, has, has come to the fore during lockdown, is uh, Fortnite, which is this oh, yeah. battle royale online video game that we cannot stop them playing. And, and it's, it's, we, we went out for dinner with this couple a few, maybe like two years ago. And, um, 
and they were talking about how one of their kids was addicted to Fortnite, right? And they were saying, oh, it's just a nightmare. He won't, he won't get off it. And we said to him, we, we want you to just stop playing Fortnite for a day or whatever. And he, and he kicked off. And, and Lisa and I were so smug. Like we, we, we sat there, we sat there going, oh yeah, no, that's difficult, isn't it? When they get into that. And, we, and you know, when you do that thing on the drive home, we were going, oh, isn't it? It's a shame, isn't it? When people allow that. Cause I think what's, what's good, what's good about us is we're very clear on the rules and it, it sounds far too, sounds far too violent for our children to play, doesn't it? Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad we've stuck firm with that. Cut to now. I've got kids talking about assault rifles for like nine hours a day in my house. The five-year-old talking about, I'm going to get that rocket launcher. I mean, it's, it's insane. And it, cre it crept into our lives because the, our eldest son, who's probably the most, I mean, you know, not just, I would, I would say it's over and above the fact that he's, that he's the eldest. I think he's more sensible than the other two just generally. He's kind of got that vibe about him. And um, he, he came and spoke to us and he, issued, he, did, he did it properly. You know, he had supporting he arguments. Down. Yeah, he did. He properly did. He said, I'd like, I'd, can I have a chat with you guys about something? So we're like, <laughs> yeah. And he, he talked us through how he, his friends play Fortnite. It's a social thing. Um, he won't get too carried away with it. Would it be okay for him to be allowed to play Fortnite? And Lisa and I just wallowing in the pride in what our son had done. Just disgusting. Kind of just, isn't it? What, God, we really, do you know, sometimes I kind of can't believe what a good job we've done with him. <laughs> you sound like the government. Like the government when yeah. coronavirus was sneaking up. We're doing pretty well here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. honestly, it was, so, it was so so sickening how we, how proud of ourselves we were. You know, for him to come and talk to us like that. Anyway, so we allowed him to do it. But the problem is, and this is a, the common thing that we keep coming up with, is... The, the, the idea that you can allow one of your children to do something, regardless of age gap, and completely compartmentalise that from the others is a fantasy. Yeah. It's an absolute fantasy. So as soon as he started playing it, our, our second son is like, can, can, can I, is it possible to play? Now he'd show, he'd, he'd provided no supporting arguments. If anything, his, his behaviour up to that point had been a series of counter arguments to letting him anywhere near Fortnite, right? But regardless of that, we didn't want to be unfair. So we said, all right, look, 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 let's play. And we had all these bullshit rules as well. Can we just say that you're going to play for one and a half hours a day maximum? And, and listen, and listen, when we say it's time to come off, you come off. There's no arguments. And they went, yeah, no, that sounds fair. That's absolutely the way we do it. And so like mugs, fucking mugs. <laughs> <laughs> we went yeah okay and then once you've done two how can you look at your little your youngest son and, and stop him from uh, from yeah. engaging and it so then it, so it's, what's it on is it on x but I'm, it's on, it, no that's the problem josh it's on everything <laughs> yeah. it mate it is on it's everything it's on playstation it's on xbox <laughs> it's on mobile phone i'm pretty sure you can play it on a on a fucking water bottle <laughs> if you want to They're like, no, no, they, they they have extended that game everywhere there is no there is no format that that game hasn't reached it's insane man and when, you, and when you look on YouTube, there's loads of videos. There's loads of videos. That, that, I mean, that's the other side of it, is the YouTubers that have been spawned by Fortnite. My children, if they are not playing Fortnite, they are watching video, YouTube videos of people playing Fortnite and attaching drama to a series of completely inconsequential events that are happening in front of them on the game. I mean, it is... So could you it, explain it, Fortnite to me? 
So, yes, of, yeah. So, 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 what it is is. Have you, you played Rob? Uh, I've, I, I can't. I, I find Fortnite quite hard, but I play the same style of game, but with Call of Duty Warzone, which is like right. real, like is it like a simulation of a Warzone where Fortnite's like sort of yeah. like colourful characters and mad, like mad stuff, isn't it? And then you have to build. Fort- is it like Doom, like a modern version of Doom? Well, well, you, you basically <laughs> you you you, dro- you drop you drop you drop down onto an island and. Um, you find weapons, and there are uh, there are ninety nine other people on that island. You know, other characters, all, mm. all all these other players, and you have to be the last one standing. Right. That's the aim of the I game. See. But you can also do it as squads. So you can team up with a couple of mates, and the, and the, and there's a social element mm. to it. So yeah. uh, and 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 the the thing that makes it more addictive because there's lots of games like that. The thing that makes it more addictive is there's loads of these different skins you can play as. You know they've got like you can play as Spot, uh, Deadpool, you can play as Aquaman, yeah. like they, they and they put these skins on the shop, and the the the, sh- the shop has these skins for a limited amount of time. Oh. So so they've got you over a barrel, so mate. How much are you spending? Mate, I don't, I don't even want to think about it. I, 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 I mean, every day, every other day, I would say, that's not, an over, that's not an exaggeration. One of the kids comes up to us and tells us about a new skin that's been released. It's available for only 24 hours and they absolutely <laughs> have to have it. And you end up paying 20 quid and they go, look at the skin I've chosen and they're playing as a hot dog. And I'm supposed <laughs> to be... <laughs> And I'm supposed to be happy about that. <laughs> it is just a money pit, though, those sort of things. It's, it's cra- no, but the thing is, this is the crazy thing, right? So the kids are trying to legitimise it to me. They're trying to explain it to me that it's a serious thing. And, people, and they do do these events and stuff, and it is, you know, it's proper top-level stuff. The, the, if you get to the top level of Fortnite, right, you can play mm. in, like, proper tournaments. The top people, the prize money is $3 million, right? It, it, some, like, one of these tournaments... They're if not you playing win, as a fucking hot dog, mate. <laughs> absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, imagine trying Absol- to get in the <laughs> camouflage that. Where would you go? <laughs> You're in the woods as a hot dog. Yeah. Like $3 million. I spent I the, the whole game behind the kiosk. It's the only place <laughs> I can get any cover. <laughs> I got home drunk once, and... Turned on Sky Sports, and they were they were broadcasting the FIFA World Cup, not the FIFA World Cup as in the FIFA World Cup, the World Cup of esports, FIFA the game. Yeah, and these people are a they're weird, but b they're existing in a different reality where the game, the way they were playing FIFA wasn't. I couldn't even comprehend how different their ability to play computer games was. So I'm going to say yeah. it, Rom. Your kids aren't going to get there. No, absolutely, one hundred percent not. Because, and I hope they don't. Because if they if they do get to that top level, that also suggests a severe level of dysfunctionality in sort of their general makeup. <laughs> yeah, I, I want them to be. I want them to be too normal to ascend to the very heights yeah, of, of Fortnite. Don't you just think it's a generational thing? Because when I was younger, the thing we used to sit indoors on MSN Messenger. Do you remember MSN Messenger? Yeah, and talk yeah. To each other yeah, yeah. Like that, where my parents would be like, oh, we didn't even have a phone in the house. You have to go walk down the street to use a phone and all stuff like that. So they think it's mad that you'd just be able to message someone or text and on MSN yeah. Messenger. But to be fair, the majority is socialising. Because you're you're st- yeah. you are you are in a squad with your three or four mates chatting to them and stuff like that, and it's you know no difference what, what what we're doing now, but they're playing a game at the same time. The issue is them just rinsing money out of you to get these yeah. different well, skins, well, well, but it is, it is just a form of socialising that feels weird to us. 
but that's just the future, isn't it? Is that not just the future? Yeah, but you know what, Rob? That you know what what you've just said sounds exactly like what Lisa and I say to each other late at night to try and make us feel better about the fact <laughs> we, 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 we've we've let the situation get away from us massively. That, that, that is... so, so it's not just they play it; they're doing whatever they want. Well, do you know what? It's the thing is, is that, that you you got to take into context the fact that we are in a weird situation. They're not seeing any of their mates, yes. right, yeah. and all that, and so and so they do when they're playing this game. They are chatting to each other, and they are and they are in like you know it's their way of like going down the pub. Do you know what I mean? They're they're yeah. chatting to each other, and, and it is good. You do see dog. that. Sounds like a statue, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they, 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 but the thing that's the other thing. It's not even just the, the out. It's not even just the the, the characters. They, they they have to. You, you, they have different dances called emotes, right? And you have to pay for those. <laughs> so like so like honestly, honestly, I had to pay ten quid, right? For one of my kids to have a character that just went, call me. That, that, that's, li- that's, <laughs> that's literally, and they're buzzing about it. Absolutely yeah. buzzing about <laughs> it. It's mad, isn't it? Isn't your youngest five, though? Can he play? It's quite impressive he can play Fortnite at five, isn't it? Mate, mate, c- c- look, honestly, he's been playing on the mobile, right? <laughs> he's been playing on the phone. The kid is fucking insane, really? right? Like, he, honestly, <laughs> it's, he is so good, right? And he'll be just chatting to him. I mean, you've, you've seen yeah. him, Rob. He's like, you know, he's like a proper, he's small for a five-year-old as well. Do you know what I mean? He's a little diddy little kid. Fingers so and then he'll be like, yeah, yeah. And he's just like this. And he'll be t- honestly, he'll be talking to me while he's doing it. And I'm watching what he's doing on the phone. And he goes, dad, I'll come and get dinner in a minute. While he said that, he's killed three people. Oh. Like, like, j- j- <laughs> like, it is, it is Why insane. Don't you, Why don't you, it's three million quids up for grabs. Train them like yeah. the Williams sisters. <laughs> just <laughs> the Richard Williams of Fortnite. Just get screens up and go, right, let's fuck off school this all day, right? And get better and we'll earn. <laughs> if you said that to a 12 year old kid, that's the dream. They'll be like, oh, I had the best dream ever last night. My dad had decked out the spare room, all screens, and went, get as good as you can, we're going to earn millions. That's, yeah, that's a- like the start of a film. Just, yeah, that's such a that's such an old school Asian way of, of dealing with the situation. I've always been called yeah. that actually, the way I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brought Becca, the old school Asian with the teeth. Yeah, that's the no. guy. If you're gonna if you're gonna play Fortnite, you're gonna be the best fucking Fortnite player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Do you know what? The, 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 the thing was is that so because we had been struggling to get them off it, we decided to start. Lisa and I were like, we've got to find a way of engaging with this. So Lisa and I are both now on Fortnite. So, what just to talk to your kids? <laughs> no, not well. It's just because we was, you know, like when you, you when was, you a, are you a vegan hot dog? Can <laughs> okay, I tell you something? I have got the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you murderer. Meat is murder. I love the idea of Romesh doing a big TV job and treating himself to the hot dog as a kind of... I made a bit of money. Yeah, just coming back from the League of Their Own record, just going, Elisa, uh, get the the console set up online. I'm about to treat myself. (laughs) You thought a hot dog was scary? Try a hot dog with fries, motherfucker. (laughs) And not only that, it's going to be able to dance. How do you like that shit? Call me. <laughs> so you play with them now as well, and Lisa. Wow. Well, we started. We, we, we started because we thought actually it's quite a good thing. They're really into mm. it. Let's try and engage them by playing it as well. Lisa's absolute shit, which is great for me <laughs> because whenever we play these squad games, straight away headshot, she's gone. And then uh, so, but the thing is, is are you in a squad did, with your kids? Yeah, like a family yeah, so, outing, family yeah, day yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So we're in a, we're in a squad. Today we're going to kill as many people as we can. Brang and Nathan's day of fun. It's not that. <laughs> and then like, um, 
but the thing is, the kids, they get really frustrated. If you, if you watch kids playing Fortnite, they get so angry with each other if they let the team down, you know, if they, if they fuck it up or whatever and they're going to lose as a result of their... They shout at each other, but they all accept it from each other, mm. right? Because that's how you play the game. What I wasn't prepared for, right, was the way that I was going to be spoken to by my own <laughs> children oh. when we're playing it. Because we get into the game, right? Now, first of all, I don't really... I kind of stay away from the action. I'm very much hide. And then when enough people have died, come out and see if I can pick off a couple of yeah. sort of why would you? Why right? would you go on the attack if there's... Don't, doesn't everyone just kill each other? And you're just well, still well, that, Josh, thank you. So, I wish you could come around to my house and explain yeah. this to the children because they, they, they say that's classic That's classic noob yeah. behaviour. Yeah, can I, that, can that I, can I somebody, call you that now? <laughs> camping pussies. That's what you are. You're a pair of camping <laughs> little rats. Oh, I'm going to hide here until they all die. Go out and bring it. Bring the victory to you, you fucking losers. Camping little rats. I'm, I'm on the kids' side here, Romesh. I play yeah, that, that was that, that was that was like Robert channeled our second son. <laughs> no, but like so, but but then when I come out, like I, I, the kids are like, Dad, Dad, you've got to resurrect me, res me, res me. I'm over there, I'm over there, but there. Dad, for God's sake, Dad, for God's Dad, Dad. Oh my God! Oh my God! We could have won that. Just like that, just listening to the, like the proper loser. Yeah. And when the game finishes, and it's like they never spoke like that to you because they're, yeah. they're just in the moment. The thing is, though, they're just in the for moment. Them, like in day to day life, you're in a position of confidence, of power, of authority, of intelligence. You've, you've got more experience than them. But in the Fortnite world, you're about you're like a one year old. You're you're rubbish. Yeah. So it's such a weird power yeah. shift that all of a sudden you're the weak link in it all. Not the person holding yeah. it together like you would in your real, in the real world. Yeah, I mean they're like they're like, they're like my parents because they go, they'll go like, oh dad, I, I left some I left some bandages over there by that house for you. Yeah. Go and pick them up when you're ready and stuff like that. Like it's, it's so <laughs> it's so there's, there's weird. An armor there's an armor plate. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like that. It's like that. Dad, I left a rocket launcher there. You can have it. You can have the rocket launcher. Well, you, dad. With the buying stuff though, like if you take them on a day out though, you can spend forty quid on drinks and snacks and ice creams over a day. Right, and then they might not eat the ice cream, the fry on the floor. And because in our heads we understand that's an ice cream, it's a product, you're going to eat it and it'll fill them up. But if you buy them like a 10 quid skin or something that they're happy with for a whole day, because it's on the computer, you think, oh, that's nonsense, it doesn't exist. But for the kids, because that's how they've lived, it does well, exist. That, and it is a thing that they that, can enjoy. But because we're older, we don't see it as a physical item. That, that, that's what happens with phones. You, you buy an app and it'll say it's 2 99 And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? 2 99 <laughs> yeah. to read. The news every day for a year, and you think yeah. I made of money. Yeah. And then you buy a pint, and it's four pound fifty, and you don't think anything it, of it. It is incredible how, for some reason, spending money on an app to me, absolute rip-off merchants. I'm just gonna anyone I'll pop on the phone. I'm just gonna stick my Yeezys on. Uh, <laughs> The, 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 the complete disparity yeah. of what you think yeah. is, is you being mugged yeah. off is just insane. But the other thing is, the other thing is, I just think as parents, we have an inherent distrust for anything our kids enjoy too much. So it's like, because, you know, you, before even I knew that them playing video, before I'd even got any idea if them being on an iPad was good or bad for them, whatever, immediately I'm thinking it must be bad for them because they're sort of enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they they, 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 they want to spend more time on it. There must be, so it must be rotting their brain somewhere. You, you just have this thing where if your kids, as soon as they start to like a food too much, oh, that must be, there must be something yeah, in that. that you can't have that much cucumber. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so... 
Yeah, it's so you do get yeah. like that. You just start if they're into it, there must be something bad about it. It's I crazy. Bet, like, that, that's the thing with the apps. Like you know, you you buy like you know a pair of nice trainers or whatever, but you're like sixty nine p, so I can find out what the weather's like everywhere in the world. <laughs> you mad? <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. 69. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather download a free one that only works 30% yeah. of the time, thank you very much, <laughs> and save myself the yeah, money. I'll just look out the window. Sorry if I'm old school. <laughs> so are your kids back at school, Rom? So our uh, younger two are not. Our eldest one is in year six, so this is his last year at, at primary school before he goes off to secondary in September. So they have made a bit more of a... They've made a thing about bringing them back for the last couple of weeks. They haven't really done any work, I don't think, but it's a bit more yeah. for the... Uh, for the social the shirt, signing. And shirt signing and all that and the leavers hoodies and all that crap. Can we talk about the, the secondary school he's going to, Rob? Which is cause it's quite interesting. Like we, I was... well, well, Rob, you say interesting. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> right. If you, can, if you consider <laughs> that Rubbish is a success, right? And he's done really well for himself and his life's all going well. But if you just... I'm willing to accept that for the for the argument. Yeah, go <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. But devil, playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank, you, th thank you so much for swallowing that <laughs> hypothesis, Josh. Rubbish is a huge success, okay? <laughs> Um, anyway, but later, it's a rubbish. His son is going to the secondary school that rubbish went to and taught what? at and met his wife at. Oh, wow. And it, it sounds wow. like a, you know, a, a tragic tale to a certain it is, point. It is really <laughs> tragic. Because it, it, I, I think one of the reasons... For a man who's travelled so much yeah. and he's what? decided all these places I've seen, you know what? Crawley. Let's because stay it, with it. Because <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you take away... If you take away doing comedy or anything like that, if I bump into someone from school, they go, "How's it going, Rom? Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, where, 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 where'd you work? I worked where we, um, where we went actually. You know, we went to school. That's where. We and, where and where are you living now? Where are you living? Oh, I'm living about five minutes away where I, from where I lived when we were growing up. I mean, if you sort of look at it in terms of like, <laughs> what about your wife? Where, where'd you meet her? Yeah, yeah, I met her at the school I was teaching. At. <laughs> what about your kids? Where are they going? Yeah. Oh, they're 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 also going to the school that I sort of. <laughs> Because when those kids at my school whose parents had been to our school, I'd think that there's something weird going on there, mm. isn't there? In Institutionalised. Mm. But at yeah, least absolutely. you're not still teaching there. Because if you were, that's when it gets You must a bit... have done a talk, though, Rom. You must have got been called oh, back mate, in. Mate, do you know what? It's so, it was so bad. So about maybe two years after I left, I got a phone call from the deputy head saying, oh, they're doing this, they're doing this young enterprise scheme. Do you know young enterprise? It's where these, the sixth formers, they organise these businesses and try and raise money or whatever. So one of these groups had decided they're going to put on a lunchtime event. And the lunchtime event, they had this idea that I was going to come back and do some stand-up comedy, right, at, at, at the school. Yeah, they're going right? to resurrect you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I agreed to do it. Um, bearing in mind, I... I was doing two tour dates in Wales, right? Um, either side of this lunchtime, oh right? Oh, God. <laughs> Rob, man. He loves to travel, this guy. You've got to learn to say no. You've got to, honestly, I, don't, I didn't want this to be the platform because I'm very grateful for you doing this, Rom, but you've got to start saying no to stuff, mate. Not this. This yeah. is a good one. But you cannot be doing two gigs in Wales and pop home to die in your ass <laughs> at a school in Crawley. Okay, first of all, Rob, first thing, let yeah. me just tell you. I haven't got to the bit about whether I died on my ass or not. So <laughs> it's a given. You're tired. You're in your own school where you met your wife in. You went to school. You went back to teach, and you're sending your own kid. It's a tough gig. What is so funny is it is surprising 
How, not surprising, actually. I think totally expected. How little of a shit a set of students give about an ex maths teacher coming back to do some stand up. I mean, they <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely could not have cared less. And what made it worse is that the members of staff who I used to work with just stood there at the back going, So, this is what he's gone on to do, is it? <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> and also at this stage were you out success well how many years ago was this was you this is like pretty early on so, so hadn't done, you, you I... hadn't really got to a level a, a wider level of success as well no no i hadn't done i hadn't done any because the thing is the truth is people outsiders people outside of comedy or whatever they, they when you talk to people from when you started comedy they only think that you're a success if you've done any telly yes. right it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter how much you're making from the circuit or whatever you're doing they just see have you been on telly have you been on something i've seen you on so at that point everybody including my mum everybody had thought i'd made a massive mistake that's the truth of it yeah. and so me going back to to the school that's why eat- she came in to help you boost up wasn't it by going on your show <laughs> This needs some actual natural comedy talent, of course. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was it was a, it was a bad bad visit. Put it that yeah. way. On the kid going back to the school that you went to, yeah, is there going to be teachers that he's been taught by that you've been taught by that you mm. were taught by, and you'll be like, yeah, he's an absolute mm. like are you. You've got the inside track on the teachers. Yeah, well, there, there's he's he's, he's going to be taught by people that I used to work with. There aren't any. There isn't anybody that I used to be taught by, but there are people that I used to work with, and it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because I know what these people's genuine level of professionalism is. Obviously, as a, as a teacher, you present a front. You know, yeah. you you present as if you are completely dedicated and infallible, but you know we all know that's not the truth. But so it's going to be difficult. I used to have it when I was head of sixth form because I'd have people, I'd have parents come in and complain about certain teachers, and I think to myself, yeah, that. I mean, she is shit. But you can't, you can't, you can't say yeah. that. <laughs> you go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So you have to go, you know, no, I start, no, she's a, she's a very accomplished professional, actually. And I think it's, it's slightly insulting that you would insinuate yeah. that she does anything less than the absolute peak of her powers to yeah. get you through your exams. And you saw her doing a line of Wednesday lunchtime at the pub <laughs> yeah. around the corner, crying yeah. about a divorce. Well, I, 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 yeah, well, I would, I would discuss it with her when I go and meet her down the park to bun a zoot. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, in terms of you, 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 you know, saying yes to work with that with your youngest child. So this is five years ago now. Yeah. But that he was born in Edinburgh, right? Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. Well, Lisa, we Lisa. Most was... annoyingly for Rob, he got nominated as well, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about awards, yeah. A stiff neck awards. <laughs> it was actually we found out the due date was in the middle of the festival. And at that point, I mean, this sounds. There's no way of saying this without making it sound like. But at that point, the show was written and we'd we'd done the posters and everything. Uh, yeah. But but, so, but I, I was deposit. thinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're only going to lose money, even more money, actually. So I was sort of thinking about what to do. And that, the truth is, and this is genuinely the truth, I thought I've got to pull out of Edinburgh here because this is it's crazy. Yeah. But then I spoke to Lisa, and Lisa had used to live in Edinburgh. She said to me, "Look, it's absolutely fine." I'll just we'll just come with you and we'll I'll have the baby in Edinburgh and she said it very very matter of factly right so when I spoke to her when I spoke to her I allowed myself to fall into the 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 the, the illusion that that was actually quite a simple thing I just went oh, okay cool brilliant oh that's problem solved it was only when I went and told other people and they said to me 
You know you're an arsehole, don't you? I mean, you know, that's, 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 a, that's a horrendous thing to yeah. make your wife do. You're bringing your whole family because what? You've written 50, maybe 51 minutes of average stand-up that you, <laughs> that you absolutely have to deliver to Edinburgh every day. So, yeah, I, I genuinely, I thought, it was, I thought it was really nothing to worry about, but it turns out it was quite a big deal. But, um, but then what, what happened was is that, so at the hospital, we're, we told the hospital... I can't remember who we told, but we told somebody that we're going back to we're going back home. What do you do about registering them and stuff like that? And they said, oh, you just do it when you get back. So we're like, okay. So then we get back to England and then we go to register him and they say, oh, you, you no, you absolutely should have registered him where he was born. I mean, this is you've made a massive mistake. So so I was like, oh okay. And and then and then and then they said there's only a certain amount of time that you can do that that you can register. I don't know what happens afterwards. <laughs> Right, yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I've got, some, I've got some bad news. <laughs> I didn't register the birth in time, so we're gonna have to pop yeah. him back in. Is that all right? Yeah, but I genuinely, I genuinely, I didn't know. Like, does he have to live his life as a fugitive? Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happens if you don't. But anyway, they, there was a deadline, right? Which I didn't know. I don't know how enforceable that deadline was. So anyway, I had to go back to Edinburgh. Thankfully, didn't have to take him back. But I had to go back to Edinburgh. So I booked to had to book an appointment at edinburgh registry to, to register his birth the uh, so I, I the only appointment i could get was on the day of the scottish referendum right so so i <laughs> so i had to fl- i flew to edinburgh walked up to the registry office this fucking protests like just all across the streets and I'm navigating my about way. the referendum. Yeah, I'm not navig- about you. Yeah, not about, not about. No, we don't, we don't recognise your son as Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the second question on the voting slip that day. Um, I, it was just so. And then I went into the registry office and they said, "Where in Edinburgh do you live?" And I said, "I don't live in Edinburgh, mate. I'm just a fucking idiot, and I've come here for the day on referendum day to register my son." Now. <laughs> Now, can you please register my son's birth so that he doesn't have to live life as a criminal? <laughs> Charlie was born about three o'clock in the morning or something. Okay, yeah. So, so, so then, so then, off the curb, our agents were going, "Do you want to pull the show?" And I said, "I'll probably be all right, actually. I'm all right to do the show." So midway through the show, I w- how did, did that go down with Lisa? She was totally was fine. She's still with in it. hospital. I, I, I wish I hadn't stuttered when I said that. She was genuinely. <laughs> was she, in she was. She was genuinely. No, she she came home like Lisa's like Lisa. Lisa has not had a birth last longer than an hour and a half of the three of the three. She's, I mean, it's still, I'm still arguing. It's still quite a tough hour and a half. It may be shorter than normal, but it's a lot going on in that ninety minutes. Oh, it? listen, mate, as a spectator, oh, it's like Liverpool Newcastle four uh, three that ninety yeah, yeah, minutes. Absolutely. It's non-stop action. Oh my god, it's crazy. But to be fair, uh, in your defence, Lisa is one of the calmest and just most matter of fact. Just like yeah, fine, and like water off a duck's back kind of people. So yeah. Yeah. She probably would have gone, yeah, go and do it, it's fine. I, I, yeah, yeah, she did do that, but I now... So she's you know, at home I, with a newborn baby and a, what, what like a, a, a three-year-old and an eight-year-old or something? And a five-year-old, yeah. So five-year-old yeah. and a three-year-old at home and a newborn baby. What what time was your show? Show was at eight o'clock. So, so it's, en- it's enough time, back, arguably, for her to get acclimatised. So you took about 15 hours after giving birth. She's back Correct. in a... a an alien flat you've only rented for a couple of weeks. Yeah, but a nice flat. I didn't scrimp on that. <laughs> up the, is, it, is it ground level or is it up a few flights of stairs? Th- I think it was third floor. Third floor, lovely. So oh, wrong. So you've got her up three flights of stairs, yeah. chucked her into a flat with a, a, well, a, a 15 hours old baby, 
Mm. A three-year-old and a five-year-old. Is anyone else there? No, to, uh, well, one of her friends was there. <laughs> one, of her, one of her friends was there, and my brother and his wife were there. So it wasn't, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, okay. so you, yeah. whose brother? Your brother? My brother, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the in-laws yeah, there. Yeah. Great. That's brilliant. That's probably really helpful, that. <laughs> I don't know about anyone else's relationship. Yeah. But she, uh, she, I mean, she doesn't... I, that would go down as a negative rather than a positive. Yeah. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't really get on with my brother, but I thought it'd be fine. <laughs> uh, no, I'm joking. Who <laughs> was there? Just the in-laws, Tommy Robinson, just stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> just helping. And then, so what was... How did you do the gig? What happened at the gig? Well, I did the gig, uh, and, and at the end of the gig... Um, I, I just went because I, I think in the show I talked about the fact that Lisa was pregnant and we're about to have this baby. Then I said, and what happened was is actually I can tell you that today we did we did have the baby, and they just thought it was something I said every night. I, 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 I mean, it was such a, <laughs> a standing ovation. Yeah, I, I really thought it was going to be a moment in my naivety, and they're just like, "What does that does that normally work? Does it does that normally get some sort of response?" They Pe- thought that you'd struggle to get an ending for the show, <laughs> so every night you would be you claiming that you'd yeah. had the baby. Yeah. Get, get someone to bring out a cake. We got like party poppers and streamers and shit. <laughs> this is pathetic. <laughs> Just write a callback, you lazy bastard. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, we've, I mean, we've barely covered. Um, we've covered about three topics: Fortnite, Andy Peters. Mm. <laughs> And uh, the school. Four topics, but they were uh, a joy. Any more questions, Rob? Any final questions? Um, not, not at the moment, really. Is there anything you want to get off your chest, Ramesh, before we go about your kids? Anything you want to lay down as a marker? No, I mean, what, 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 although what I would say is, um, I do think that... Um, I, I think that parents... I think parents could have been a bit more supportive of each other during this whole homeschooling uh, scenario because mm. because Ooh. because homeschooling has been for everyone for everyone challenging and trying and traumatic right and, and you say that as a former head of sixth form yeah absolutely mate listen Lisa and I both teachers right. It, it's difficult, very, very difficult. And actually, but parents are so worried about doing the job properly that you can feel these little competitive comments that they're making to each other. Do you know what I mean? Sort of just going, well, you know, we sort of do, we kind of do three to four hours a day because we feel, you know, and that's as much as we can push them. And you sort of think, you've said that kind of to make me feel like shit about what we're doing because you know that we're doing 11 and a half hours a fortnight if we're doing anything, all right? So... <laughs> And it's just that thing of like, we're all, you know, all parents have been in this together. It's been a very difficult thing. And I think, you know, I'd love for, for all parents to just absolve themselves of any kind of feelings of like not doing the yeah. right thing. It's, it's, it's a really tough ask, do you know what I mean? How so, about going yeah. forward, rather than bothering with exams at GCSEs, you just play Fortnite and whoever wins isn't allowed to go to uni because they've obviously not been doing enough studying and whoever gets mm. shot immediately has been doing homeschooling. So you can work it there out that go. way. Well, mate, listen, the, the way that these grades are going to be awarded, just, you know, based on predicted grades, are you telling me there's going to be no favouritism going on there? Come on, mate. <laughs> Would you have done that, Rob, let me as tell a you, teacher? Let me tell you something. If it was if it was me, there's no Spurs or Chelsea fans getting an A in maths that year. <laughs> after the last weekend. Um, thanks so much, Rob. It's been great. Thanks, no worries, Rob. mate. It's thanks been for having me. pleasure. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. We'll speak to you thank another you. time, I'm sure. That is uh, Robert Shranganathan. Who do you man. think is going to play Good him in man. the uh, in series nine of The Crown? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, now he's a. He's a do you know what though? I just think I've I've known Rom. I started out with Romesh, you know, years and years of doing gigs together, starting on the open mic circuit, and I just I think he's talented, and I think he just needs a couple of breaks, and I'm happy <laughs> to give him a bit of exposure on here. You know, so people can get to know who he is and maybe go and see him do comedy. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You know, I know it's a bit bad for, a bit nepotism, but I just wanted to give a mate a chance. So thanks for letting me have him on the show. And it's hopefully right. he can he can crack on. And in a few years' time, when he gets an audience, people will be able to go, ah, <laughs> oh, that, no, Mark, that, you know, that shit bloke who weren't funny and not on the telly until we went on the parenting podcast. He's great. I don't know why he didn't get more telly sooner. So yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed he'll get, you know, Start off with an appearance on stuff, maybe, you know. Yeah. You know, on something, you know, and then, and then go from there. But yeah, good luck to him. It, feel, it feels like a long time since he wore a leather shirt on What the Week, doesn't it? <laughs> I forgot about that. I never. It's because when you start doing What the Week, right, people won't realise this. They, they're, TV people are obsessed with what you wear. Right, they, you could have the best jokes ever, but if everyone's got a blue T-shirt on, they're like panicking, like, oh my gosh, they've all got blue T-shirts on. The telly, we might as well burn our tellies. It's never going to work. So they always want you to wear different colours. And because most, you know, you know, most comedians are sort of like the sort of nerdy, awkward people at school. So wear sort of dark clothes. So they encourage you to wear bright things. I, I used to wear some awful stuff on Mot the Week. Because I think deep down, I thought, maybe it'll get, keep me get booked. They'll book me if I wear a bright top. <laughs> But yeah, if, you, if you're a big fan of Ramesh, you can catch him. Um, he's got two books out. He's got five TV shows. He's um, got a hip-hop podcast. He's DJing on Kiss FM at the moment. Um, yeah. But yeah, and um, yeah. So he's got a column he, in The Guardian. Column in The Guardian. Uh, what else is he doing? Um, he's had a sitcom out. Yeah, he's yeah. had a sitcom. Is he, um, he's constantly uh, Instagram-living as well. Yeah, if you go on Instagram, it's a bit like, you know, you're only uh, like three feet away from a rat in central London. You're only two clicks away from a Ramesh Insta live feed <laughs> so if you hang around and they're long enough you will see him in the flesh uh thank you to romesh um yeah thanks Romesh. absolutely rinsed him yeah <laughs> no he's done us he's done us a real favor he, he's got no response either but um, yeah. oh yeah also in league of their own as well if you want to see it, he yeah. does that as well yeah um yeah good good luck to him Keep good, it luck going. To him. good luck to him um so thank you romesh and next week josh we've got an absolute banger of an episode jen brister very, very funny comedian. Who you might have seen supporting Ramesh. Yeah, she has been supporting Ramesh. He tours. He does live stand-up as well <laughs> when he gets a chance. But yeah, she's uh, Ramesh's tour sponsor. Jen Brist is absolutely brilliant. We've just recorded it, actually, and it was genuinely one of my favourite yeah. ones Twin we've done. Twin Boys. Um, Look at that. Who's that Twin compared to there? The T-Birds? <laughs> that was actually... Um, Ramesh is taking part in a uh, celebrity bike race. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's working on ways to be on TV in between TV gigs. <laughs> I can film him driving to and from. Um, anyway, Jen Brister next week. It's a brilliant episode. Two twins, age of five. It's a banger. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you on Friday when Rob will be telling you uh, nine different ways that he had his shit interrupted. Bye. 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 